Hello and welcome to the latest rendition of the AG podcast. I'm your host for today, Jaminator, and with me as always is the Ash Cohen 09. Hello, Ash, how are you doing? Yeah, not too bad. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, mate. Thank you. I will keep muting, obviously, throughout for the uh, the dreaded lurgy that I've still got two weeks on after the last podcast, which is absolutely terrible. Um, but we're uh, we're here. We're here as always. Um, with us tonight is um, is the uh, the trusty standing as always, Riverman. Nice to see you again, mate. Yeah, evening, Jam. Evening, Ash. Evening, everyone. Uh, yeah, good to be back as always. Good, good. And um, a last-minute addition. Um, again, we didn't think he'd make it, but he, he popped up just as we were about to hit the live button. Is uh, is Satie? How you doing, mate? <laughs> I'm all right, guys. Thank you. Better late than never, I suppose. Absolutely. From from the cupboard under the stairs at your mum's house, you were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so uh, we've got a, a few bits to cover. Obviously, we're, we're very much reaching the um, the end of the season now, guys. Obviously, we're uh, most divisions are wrapped up, and we're just looking at playoffs. Um, and then, obviously, with the the transfer deadline day looming as well. So um, we'll, we'll kick straight off uh, chronologically. We'll go with Division One first. Um, Ash, obviously, we, we're both in Division One. We we put on podcast predictions that, um, or I did anyway. I thought I would definitely be above you by the next one. Mm. Um, I'm nearly there. I've still got um, still got two games left to play, so six points to play for and yeah. five points behind. Um, it is against Brian, but we'll see. Um, uh, how have you how have you fared since last podcast? How did your last fixtures go? Um, yeah, they were against Sean. I think they were Sean. Uh, it feels that long ago. I played them. That I can't remember. Um, you got them done. Yeah, that's it. End of season. Um, managed to stay up. Obviously, um, it was obviously with some discussion whether I was going to sort of drop in around with Top Cat. Um, but I think both um, both myself and Top Cat are now safe because obviously Disco is uh, as uh, all the results have been reverted. Um, so yeah, it'd been a poor end to the season. So I was sort of glad when it, it it's come to an end. I mean, I've changed a few things around, and uh, I've played a couple of head-to-head games, and it's looked a bit promising. So we'll we'll see how it starts early next season. But um, at one point, I thought I was going to be in the relegation scrap. So to to sort of veer away from it um, in the end is good. You've done well. That's good. Um, in terms of, um, again, yeah, in terms of myself, again, I think I, I am definitely safe, whatever happens. Um, Charlie Inyo is going to be in the uh, the playoff with Morris and obviously Disco Duke, who is no longer with us um, in terms of the league setup, will be leaving. Sound like he was dead then, didn't it? I'm sure he's not dead. I'm sure he's just leaving the leagues. <laughs> um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, River, obviously you, yourself, I mean, this sort of encroaches slightly on the chat, but you're uh, in the playoff from, from the uh, Division 2. Um, fancy your chances, obviously, a crack at a Division One again. What do you think? Oh well, if I did get up, I think it'd be the pretty much the same result as last time. That I'd end up going straight back down again, but I'd probably do better than Morris. I might pick up a couple of wins from somewhere and not have to have someone leave to get them. Harsh, okay. <laughs> um, I think uh, he he did also win. To be fair, against Charlie and Yo, he got two wins against Chalino. Not that it mattered too much, but it did make it slightly more respectable between those two. Um, I think, for me, looking at the league, uh, there's not many shocks. I, I always expected myself to be down there, along with Chalino and Morris. I, I'm surprised that um, that Mika's done so well, I'll be honest, Ash. I think that um, he was one of the ones that, you know, last season was down there as well. So I thought he would um, he would follow suit again this season. Mm. Um, Satie, looking at the uh, the top two, obviously it's Berger and Brian. 
going into my last fixtures, the only fixture still to remain, I play Brian. Obviously, six points on offer for both players. Six points for me means I finish above Ash. Six points for Brian with a, a decent goal difference means he finishes above Berger and becomes champion. Um, how, how do you see it going, T? Um, I don't think Brian will win both games. Savage, uh, all right. I think you'll get something out of one of them. Um, and to be fair, I, I, I kind of think Berger, I hate saying this, by the way, I think Berger yeah, deserves to win it. Um, oh, so. Affected. I haven't played Brian much, and I don't know much about him. His game, but he's always at the top. He's always at the top, so he must be a good player. And but Berger seems to have been up there all season, and for me, deserves to win it. But I, I, I think you'll get something out of one of the games. You know, just got a feeling you will. Mm. I, I, for me, I think again, I, I also I, I agree. I've got to back myself at the end of the day, and and me and Brian have had some good games. He's a very tricky player, but I do think I can get something. It's a horrible situation to be in River because. On one hand, as Aaron put it in one of the threads, I'm the founding member of the Anyone But Burger fan club. Um, so it'd be lovely to deny him the triple by uh, by you know managing to to stop Brian getting there. But it's it's going to be going into the game against anybody, even the likes of Morris. It would be difficult for Brian to muster up an eight goal difference across two games. Um, but yeah, I mean, how do you see it going um, towards the end um, of the season? There? Yeah, look, it's. Uh... I've only played Brian in games, a couple of a couple of league games, a couple of cup games. He's a very good player, um, but his side isn't the best. And yeah, I don't see why you can't uh, get something off of him in one of the games. Um, certainly, I don't think you would lose by. I think it's a combine the eight goals that would be needed to give Brian the title. Um, and again, he's, he doesn't sound great to say, it, especially as Burgers won both cups. But I think he deserves to win the league just because of the uh, Disco situation. If Disco hadn't left the leagues with two games to play, Berger would have won the league by now. It was only because mm. of uh, the way the points has gone. Because uh, I think Brian lost one to Disco, so he took three points off him, where Berger took six. So right. if that hadn't happened, Berger would have already won the league. And I don't like the way that somebody can leave with a couple of games to go. There's nothing else we can do. So I'm not saying we've done anything wrong in defaulting the results. There's no other way of doing it. But I wouldn't like to see a league title decided just because someone's decided to leave and not fulfil their fixtures. So Berger probably does deserve it. And I'm now going to go and wash my mouth out. <laughs> I mean, Ash, there's not much you can really do about it, is there? Because mm. like 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 uh, River was saying, it's the only way to do it. You, if you did them all as draws, yeah. if you did them all as loss, it, it makes no difference because everyone's going to end up on the, the same. same points. Yeah, I mean, that's it. You can't do anything about it. And the way we've gone about it is the right way. And it is the only way. It's just, I mean, thankfully, I don't think we've had that scenario yet where a league title has been decided like that or relegation or um, mm. something like that. Um, and let's hope it doesn't. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. it. It is what it is. Yeah, I think I think that's it. Um, last thoughts on on Division One. Um, heading into uh, obviously Division Two. What do we think in terms of the playoffs, Ash? Um, do you think Charlie has got what it takes to stay up, or will it be one of the Division Two boys? Uh, I think I mean, it will. We'll, probably... we'll, talk, we'll, we'll talk more yeah, about the Division I Two mean, boys in this. I, I think it will probably be the, the one of the Division Two boys. It's difficult to see Charlie. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> In a one-off game, maybe, but I can't see it. It will depend who he plays, I think, from um, from that sort of uh, division. I mean, looking at who's in there at the moment, and we'll come on to it in a minute, it's difficult mm. seeing him beating any of the guys that are in the playoff spots um, in contention yeah. at the moment. 
I mean, you look at it and, you know, 26 game season is 11 points off the pace as it stands. Potentially, you know, again, if I manage to get two wins against Brian, obviously not saying I will, but it could be, you know, it could be 17 points off the pace. So it, it makes a, it's difficult to make a case, isn't it, in that situation, I think. Um, but uh, but yeah, we'll uh, we'll see. Again, good luck to Charlie and you, obviously in the playoffs. And again, hopefully hopefully he does do well. I'm sure he'd like another crack at Division One in the in the near future. Um, right, boys. Before we head over to Division Two and uh, and catch up with you, River, and your uh, your playoff promotion push, uh, we'll head over to uh, Bertie and get some uh, get some golf segment. Thanks, guys, and welcome to the golf section of the podcast. We've had two events since I was last on. First up. We visited TPC Summerlin, where we held the AG Open, and victory here went to podcast host Jaminator on 12 under. In week five, we visited Los Polos Hermonas for the Heisenberg Memorial. This event would mean something to people who were followers of Breaking Bad, and Gasgrass emerged victorious on 8 under. He now leads the tour for the season by three points from the wits and it reflects the way he has improved this season starting off at a handicap of 15 and now he is down to five using our WHS system. This week we have an easy enough course at a rocky plateau where we play the WhatsApp group open and Grandmaster Red Rhinoceros is offering a potential admission to the winner of this event, to that elusive WhatsApp group. We look forward to see what happens with that. The game has been on reduced uh, price at the Xbox store recently. So if you're thinking of getting it, as a few of the guys have got it recently, please do and let me know if you do, and I'll let you into the society. It would be great to have more playing the 23 version. Until next time. Thanks, guys. Okay, thank you very much, Bertie. So, right, boys, Division Two. Um, we'll start with the uh, with the playoffs actually, because we've just finished on the playoffs for the uh, Division One. Um, River, talk me through what happened in your last games of the season. Uh, did I play my last games of the season? It was ages ago now. I can't remember. <laughs> um, I think it might have been Paul I played in my last games and. I think I've been most times, or so at least took four points. I can't really remember now. It was ages ago. I get my games played early, generally. Um, they didn't really mean a huge amount to me. Um, I was pretty much going to be in the playoffs, whatever. I think I took six points off him, but I think one of them should have been a draw. Um, so, yeah, I'm just looking forward to the playoff game, which I've got straight after the podcast. Oh, fantastic. Who's that against again, sorry? Uh, Joby. Joby. I say, ah, this difficult one to call that. That's a very, that's a 50-50 if I've ever seen one. Um, again, you look at Joby Ash. I mean, his his last five games, looking at that, win, 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 win. Um, he's definitely the form player going into the playoffs by the look of the uh, the table. Mm. Um, I mean, we we said about it before. I mean, he's 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 a good player, is Joby. You know, he's another one similar to yourself, River, me, Morris, etc. One of these guys that flits between the two divisions. Um, well, he did obviously anyway when he was on the site before. Um, I, I still can't help but think that, as I said on the podcast before, him and Charlinho maybe should have been the other way around in terms of um, in terms of the way they were they were put in the division. But 
What do you uh, what do you think in terms of Joby's prospects, Ash? Do you think him or River will uh, will come through the semi final? Um, I'd like to see Joby because I'd like to see someone a bit different oh, fine. than uh, Riverman. See you later. <laughs> I'd like to see someone a bit different than Riverman. After all Riverman does um, for us on the, on the podcast. <laughs> I know. Um, no, it's it's going to be an interesting game. Um, is it being streamed, River? Uh, well, I certainly won't be streaming it because that involves knowing how to do it. Um, so right, you'd have yeah. to ask Joby that. I one. guess. Maybe. I mean, that'd have been an interesting. Uh, that'd have been an interesting one to watch um, and to see. Um, but yeah, it's. I think Joby will do it. I'm going to say Joby because I don't want to be told I'm sitting on the fence. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think Joby. Fair I think enough. Joby will do it. So, Satie, obviously, um, yourself, you, you know, you've just managed to, to stay up in this division. Uh, before we get down to the, the bottom of the division, who do you think is going to make it up through the playoffs? Will it be one of River or Joby? Or do you think it'll be one of Paul or, or Charlinho staying up? I, I I don't think Charlinho will um, be good enough because I think he was to start with, which wasn't his fault. Um, I, my tip to go up is Paul O's. I think, is that right? He's playing... He's playing Charlino, is that right? Or no, no, he's yes. Yeah, no, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's playing Charlino, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, Paulo's, um, who I think will will win out of the River game, and Joby, I think River will beat Joby. I've played um, Joby recently, and the first game I was terrible, and the second game I think I should have won. Um, mm. and he scored with a late late goal to win it, um, but I think River will beat Joby, so it'll be a River Paulo's final. Which, again, could go either way, really, couldn't it? Yeah. 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 I mean, for what it's worth for me, I, I think um, I think you're going to do it, River. I'm going to stick my neck out. I'm going to put put my money on the line for our podcast uh, podcast faithful. I mean, mind you, Joby was one of the founders of the podcast, but um, I'm going to go with you, River. split loyalty. Yeah, look, I'm, I think... I, no, I'm going to go with you, I think. I think for, for me, I think when, when you look at the, the players involved, um, I would say that, the type of matches you get embroiled in are high-scoring affairs, unless it's against uh, Big B, obviously. Um, they're high-scoring affairs. They're, they're, they're backwards and forwards. And I think the only person that could probably, out of those guys, that could go punch for punch would be Paul Lowe's. And I think you'd have more firepower than him. So I see you doing it. But um, but it's going to be interesting, for sure. Yeah, especially after what's just happened. Because I think Paul Lowe's was expecting to get a striker. He sold Marshall to me um, and then ended up with no striker, which I still don't think he's got one. So He's just signed one today, I think. I think he's, um, he's put it back through one of the guys from um, Big B, I believe. Oh, um, right. but, um, who, who's like a sort of striker, sort of slash winger, who's, uh, who's not too bad. But um, yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting one. Obviously, you know, we'll talk about it at the end of the podcast, but of course, transfer deadline day to come as, as well. It's um, There's a lot to consider. Um Satie, we'll move on to the, towards the bottom of Division 2. Um, you managed to stay up. Um, again, I would say by the skinny teeth, that's a bit harsh. Obviously, you know, five points um, sort of down to Hilly there, but also going the other way, seven points to, to the next challenger above. Sort of summarise your season. How do you think you went, How did you got on? Right, I started off all right. Um, got some good wins under my belt against people like Geordie Cruyff um, and uh, Storm I got some good results and thought I was doing okay for personal reasons. And I know that River's on the podcast and he knows um, some stuff I've been going through recently. It hasn't helped uh, because my 
I haven't been on the ball with the FIFA like I have been. Um, so therefore, it hasn't helped. But that's not making excuses. Um, I've played a lot of games where I felt I played okay, but didn't get anything out of them. Um, so there's been a couple of games I've I've looked at. The, you know, when you look at FIFA and you think, wow. How has that happened? You know, the ricochets, the things that don't drop for you, the things that everyone moans about, I guess. Um, I've had a few games like that, and I just sort of like, I suppose, put them in a box and think, look, these things happen. But it's the other games that have really annoyed me where I think I've played better than the opposition, had more of the ball, more shots. And I think it's come down to finishing at the end of the day, because especially the game against JB, I, I think I should have won that. I lost, I think it was 2-1. I think I should have won it. Um, but I didn't. So um, I think a lot of it comes down to finishing um, in the higher you play. I think if you, you know, you need to take your chances when you when you create them. But I mean, speaking, I don't the, think I've had a bad season. A lot of people had would have had me to go down, and I haven't gone down. Really, I've achieved really, I suppose, what I, what I wanted. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's I would I would I think that's absolutely fair. I would say personally, I would have had you to go down looking at the caliber of player in there. Um, only because, again, you you know you've gone from Division Three to Division Two and, and et cetera, et cetera. So I would say that was that's a fair assessment, and I think where you've sort of finished is is about right. Um, sometimes you need to look at the draw. You know, you just need those those results to go in your favour, like you said. Those games where it's maybe on a bit of a knife edge, you want it to tip tip your way, not theirs. And unfortunately, it sounds like you've had a few that have gone the other way. Um, but uh, but yeah, I think again, onwards and upwards to next season is is. Is obviously what you'll be looking at now. Um, what was your your aspirations be for next season? Well, I, I suppose I'm hoping. When I heard a few people were possibly dropping out of the league, I started to wonder whether it'll still be three divisions, and I'm taking it it will be three divisions. Um, and I just hope that um, that doesn't mean that because where I've ended, I end up getting put put down because I think I deserve mm. another crack in Division Two because um, you know I, I think. I think my game has improved. I, I, I mean, I've played some some good players recently and got some good results. So it's not like I'm um, cannon fodder. I mean, do you know what I'm trying to say? But like, mm. you, some games can be very tight. Whenever I play you, you always seem to batter me, and you're one of the few people that does that on a regular basis. But, um, but when played, you play Burger, for example, you seem to get the better of him sometimes because that's yeah, what I he said. Last night, I beat Burger two 0 mm. last night. Um, mm. I played Ash the other day. And played reasonably well, but I think he, he nicked. Oh, he's crap! Don't worry about that. Yeah. He's crap. <laughs> so, so I'm not. I'm, I do think a couple of additions here and there, and um, I'll have another crack next season. But mm. again, it, it will still be staying up will be the, the the first thing for me, and then go from there. But uh, I'm not disappointed with my season. I think I've done okay, and um, you know, so you know, I, I was typically a Division Three player, and I think. Um, I think now if I can have another good season in Division Two and stay up again, then we'll build from there. So that's my aims. I would I would say just to sort of um, to, to sort of put to bed maybe what you were saying about the three divisions. I can't see us changing from three divisions now. I think that will definitely be three divisions based on the amount of people that are back in. Yeah. Um, I think if it ever came to it that you know there was an imbalance of numbers, it would be like when I had it before, where Joe says, "Does anybody want to drop down? Or does anybody want to go up?" Um, you know, so if you said no, I want to stay where I am and have another crack, there'd be no problem. Yeah. Um, but I don't see that being a thing anyway, to be honest. Yeah. Um, 
Ash, we, we've got obviously. I, I know he's bowing out, obviously, but we've got to say well done, Sofa. Mm. Um, sixty-three points, a bit closer actually than we thought it would be in the end. Yeah. Uh, between him and Jeff, you know, five points. But I mean, you know, the, the goal scored one hundred and twenty-seven. Absolutely the goal ridiculous. Difference. The goal difference was yeah. the same as his points. <laughs> it's amazing. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean yeah, Jeff's wasn't far off. Super. Jeff's wasn't far off. I mean, those two have had a phenomenal season, haven't they? Yes, oh, absolutely. I mean, Jeff is going up. It's going to be interesting. He's a great player. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how he does in Division 1. But, yeah, he scored 127 goals. Um, Jeff scored 95. Although, River, you've scored more than Jeff. Um, but then, obviously, yeah, you have... Yeah, have a couple more. Yeah, you, you, yeah only, just, nearly, just nearly double. Only another 40. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, he was unbeaten at one point, wasn't he? I mean, just looking here, his last five games was two draws, two losses and a win. So that's when it maybe perhaps all started going a bit um, patong. Yeah, no, otherwise though, unbelievable. And 127 goals in one season is ridiculous. And that includes one player scoring 47. It's just a bit of a shame that he didn't get the 50 mark. Yeah, 100%. And I think for me, again, we know he's... He's not coming back next season. Um, I think it's it's fair enough. And, and, and again, we have to say well done to him. Um, he bows out probably the, the, the best champion of, of the lot, even though, you know, we'll move on to obviously Raz in a minute and, and potentially Berger having, you know, competitive seasons. I would say that Soph has dominated his league in a way that maybe the others haven't, even though Raz nearly went unbeaten. Um, you know, like you say, that dominance from Sofa and, you know he's only had three draws, but he's absolutely smashed it in terms of the uh, the goal scored. So, yeah, very 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 good. Um, and like you said, Jeff in next season in in Division One, it's going to be very interesting. Really interesting to see how yeah. he gets on as well. That's maybe where the only alignment comes. Like Safety was saying, as I say, I think we're not losing that many now, so we're only going to end up. We're still going to have three divisions, which is good. Um, but we've lost Disco obviously from. Uh, division one mm. and we're losing sofa who would have been one of the ones to go up so division one could be one that's potentially one short so say to you if you want to crack at division one <laughs> uh, if, if, I win, if i win the playoffs obviously then yeah i'll be in division one but i tell you what if i don't win the playoffs and get put up into division one i won't be happy because as i've said all the time i want what i do on the uh uh, metaphorical pitch to determine where I am, unlike some people on here, eh, Jam? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair enough. That's that's. I'll, I'll take that. Uh, can um, I just um, mention before we leave Division Two? Um, hmm. You've mentioned about the playoffs, and you've mentioned about who's going up automatically, but you haven't mentioned Joe's name anywhere. And I thought at the start of the season, Joe was going to win the league. I mean, I, I am. Give me one second. Hold on, first, second. I'm scrolling. River, one minute, third. Fourth, you might need to cut away. Ash. I might yeah, should, should we fifth, come back to this after we've done Division Three? Oh, I found him. I found him. He's seventh. He's he's there underneath Man United and in between Man City and Man United. He's there. He's there in seventh. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, Darwin Nunez. Um, he's not on the top goal scorer list as well. He's been outscored by the likes of Brozier and Skamaka, obviously at Joe's team as well. Um, yeah, it's it's not been the best season for Joe, but at the same time. He's obviously well clear of danger. He's missed out on playoffs by two points. He's not done too bad. Um, I know you like to, to, to rip him a bit, little bit. bit of mid-table obscurity. No, I, I only mentioned it, of course, because at the start of the season, he said he was going to win the league and I was going to get relegated. So <laughs> I just thought now was a good time at the end of the season to work on that. That is as good a time as any, I guess. Um, to be fair, again, otherwise, uh, Ash, I, I look down at the division. I would say a lot of a lot of that division has finished the way I would say I thought it probably would do. Um, you know, Mark, 
Plunkett, Geordie, Bry, these guys mid-table. Yeah. Um, Storm and Diadex getting relegated. I mean, Storm... I mean, Storm is Storm, isn't he, at the end of the day? He's um, he's bizarre. Um, you know, his sight activity... <laughs> oh, Storm. Oh, Storm is... Um, you know, he's he's just he's just very, very wacky, isn't he, in his, in his own way. Um and and obviously Diadex nine points, you know, he's he's failed to break the double digits barrier. Um he'll be going back into division three where I think he'll probably do very well, is is the thing. I imagine he'll probably have a really good division three next season. Um but obviously, you know, it we'll we'll see. We'll see how we go. Sometimes getting relegated can be can be a bit frustrating and, and, and be a bit of a dip in confidence. Um Just before you just before you go on that subject though, Dan, hmm. I'm gonna say now I'm really pleased uh, that Storm is staying um, because he's had a lot of personal stuff going on. I know that. And and he hasn't been as active as he usually is. But you know what? He's a character and he's good to have on the site, I think. And yeah, he, he, he I always get on well with him and I'm really glad he's staying because he's not a bad, on his day as well, he's not a bad player. And I'm, I'm pleased he's staying in the leagues. Hmm. Yeah, again, like, you know, again, you, you don't know what's ever going on when someone closes their front door at the end of the day, do you? Unless you ask them and, and, and they tell you. But um, again, I think it's as as we all know, Storm when he's when he's had a few and, and he's having a laugh, he can be um, he can definitely be a credit to the site and and, and be quite um, quite jovial and, and and sort of dish it out. Um, but yeah, but again, we'll see how he gets on in Division Three. I imagine he'll probably do quite well, especially yeah. if he gets involved in the in the site going on. Um, right, we will leave Division Two there and move on to Division Three. Um, no F1 segment this week. We uh, we thought we were going to pop one in, um, but it's been a bit hectic, obviously, with with the uh, the, the end of the season wrap up situation, and, and also Joe was unable to get the, the segment over to us. Um, Ash, I mean, we um, we raced the other night, and it was it was eventful. Obviously, Saudi Arabia, tight walls, yes. fast track. Yes. Um, Saiti, I don't know if you raced in Division Two. Did I thought it was very difficult because the walls seem to close in on you. <laughs> it is is it is a tough track. I think there's only a couple of overtaking spots, um, and you can really get it wrong if you uh, if you do uh, you do but take the, it wrong. There was one where Harry um, tried to overtake me on a ridiculous bend and ended up clipping me, and I, I just couldn't believe it. You know, yeah. I just thought. This isn't a place. There's not many places to overtake. Where Harry was trying to overtake was ridiculous. You have raced with Harry before, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think you thought it might have been Wreckfest still, maybe, mate. I yeah. won't worry. <laughs> Probably got a bit mixed up, um, but uh, but yeah, onwards and upwards for for the F1 obviously next week. And um, as we record, I think tonight is a hundred percent race, which will be fun for you guys. I I'm gutted I can't make it because I love Baku, and it's I think Paul said it's like an hour and a half worth of racing nearly, um, which will be uh, which will be fun. Um, right on to uh, Division Three. So obviously, first of all, we'll, we'll go straight to the top. Braz managed to wrap up um, his season. Didn't go unbeaten though. He um, he lost uh, one of his games to Tunners um, in the last game of the season. Um, the same Tunners who has finished second and will be playing in Division Two next season. Uh, playoffs completed by Wince, Rhino, and Wizzy, who obviously will then face Hilly in uh, in Division Two, dropping into the relegation playoff as well. Um, and then just outside, missing off is Payne, Curly, um, etc. Basically, um, and, and the rest. Um, and unfortunately, Andy Brill, despite his best efforts, 
has uh, has secured the wooden spoon again for for another season. Um, River, I'll come to you first on this one. Um, Raz and Tunners are the top two. Um, again, do you think they'll be good additions to Division Two? Uh, I haven't played Raz this FIFA at all. I don't think, but I mean, just look at that record. That's obviously pretty damn good. You're not going to do that if you're not a good player. So I would expect him to do pretty well in Division Two. Um, I'm not sure I can handle Tunners being good. Um, but yeah, I've played him a couple of times in events and I think we played in the eliminator group as well. And I mean, people go on that me and Berger are pace slags. I mean, my players look like they've got Zimmer frames up against his. Jesus Christ. Um, I, th- he, I thought he was a very tough opponent. And I think, uh, I think both of them have got a pretty decent chance of doing fairly well and staying in, staying in Division 2. Yeah, it's going to be a tough division again next year. I think it will. I think the, the interesting thing about Division 2 as well, and we say it all the time, it's almost like that sort of passing through league where you've got some players that want to get straight back up to Division 1, some that come up from Division 2. You know, like you've got someone, for example, like Raz, who could be playing someone like Charlinia <laughs> or Morris, you know, which it just seems bizarre, doesn't it? Because it's it's such a difference. Um, Ash, what do you think about the... Uh, the playoffs. I will just caveat with that Rhino actually managed to beat Hilly, um, so he is into the playoff final because that's just come through now. Um, how do you see that going? Win or Wince or Wizzy Fox? Hmm. So what, what happens you, if he uh, plays Wince in the final? Given Wince is not um, playing next season. Uh, so I think Rhino will. Would Rhino then will go, go up? up. But would uh, Rhino go up loses. anyway, even if he loses, if Wince is not staying? No, I think I think it'll be a case of like um, like Sati was referring to. I think it'll go to sort of like a if we need another member in Division Two, mm. um, there might be a PM saying, you know, does you know he probably would get first refu- refusal, you'd imagine. Um, would he say yes or no? I, I don't quite know. Um, but uh, that would but, be yeah. an epic way to bottle it. <laughs> lose the playoff yeah. final do you want to go up anyway no <laughs> <laughs> well I mean again you would imagine you know you've got the likes like you said Packfish obviously this this new guy Jeff's friend Reggie I think his name was you know these guys might want to come in and, and do a job there as well so you just don't know mm-hmm. um, obviously like we've just said though Ash Rhino has beaten Hilly um, yeah. do you see him beating one of Wince or, uh, or Wiz Fox or do you think it'll be one um, of those two that, that takes the crown? Yeah, I, well in a one-off game I think so um, you know, Rhino is a good player um, and on his day he can be a very good player um, and in a one-off game I think I would probably fancy him against Wince or Wizzy um, I mean the, the best person to come to on this probably is, is yourself Satie, obviously you've played a lot of games against Wiz mm-hmm. Um Wiz, whenever I speak to Rhino, he's pretty much, he probably would have rather faced anybody other than Wiz Fox in that division because he seems to often get the better of Rhino. Um, so you'd imagine he's going to want a Wince win. But then looking at the table, Wince finished above Wiz Fox. So it's, it's a toughie. How, do you, how would you see that going if, if it materialised? Uh, I think Wiz will go up. Um, I think he'll beat Wince. Um, and I think... He's got something over Rhino. I just think sometimes when you play certain players, mm. no, they just seem to have the, the something over you. And I think Rhino would have to be his very best to, to, to beat Wiz because I think Wiz's game is ideal for, for playing Rhino, basically. So mm. uh, unless one, you know Rhino changes something, I, I think it will be a high-scoring affair and I think Wiz will, 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 will win. That's my prediction. 
Yeah, I mean, what what um, if if you know if if Wiz does get up there, I mean, he's from my recollection, Ash. You know, you've been on the site for a long time. I don't remember in my time or, or Rivers, obviously, because we came at the same time. Wiz ever being out of Division Three or, or the lower division? Um, has that ever happened, Ash? And if, if so, do you think he would uh, would, would hold his own? Fox. Would he be one of those um... down? I think if he went up, I think if he did go up, I think he would probably do a, a good job, similarly maybe to what Satie's done in Division Two. Mm. Um, I mean, I can't remember a time that Wizzy Fox has ever been out of that bottom division, but maybe a long time ago in the early days. Um, but if he was to go up, I think he would. Um, I, I think he would hold his own in Division Two. Hmm. See, okay. I just agree with that. I, I know Wiz is my mate and everything, and I play him quite a lot. I think he would struggle in Division 2, like I did when I first went up. Um, I think you you have to get better players, and you have to get your finishing has to be a lot better the higher you go. Simple as that. And, uh, I mean, I know, yeah. um, I remember us saying the same thing about Diodex. Um, you know, I mean, Diodex up yeah, until this season. Yeah, he had a very season, good first season. Yeah, up, yeah, you know, this season, obviously, he's been very, very poor. Um but he, we, we said the same about him when he went up, and um, he, he done all right for the first season. So, I mean, maybe you know, obviously you, you, you are the best equipped to say, Satie. I mean, I, I don't play Wizzy too much, other than the occasional uh, TFI game and uh, the occasional head-to-head. Um, so maybe he wouldn't. But um... he's capable of losing to Rhino four nil, but he's also capable of beating him four nil. So that sounds. Yeah, um, but as in terms of if he went up, went up, I think he he might struggle in his first season because that would uh, that's my personal. I don't think Rhino would struggle if he went up. I think he would it'd be okay. Um, but um, on a one-off game between those two, I think it's very fifty-fifty. And for Rhino to mention that he'd rather play Winston Wiz tells you quite a bit, really. I think he hasn't said that to me recently. I just know that in the past when he's played Wiz, he's always said that Wiz has a bit of a, a, um, a hoax on him. You know, like he always seems yeah. to beat him. Um, but, um, but again, whether that's any different... That would be a good game games, to watch. That would be a good game to watch if, mm. that, if it's them too. I mean, but I'm, I'm not dismissing Wince's chances because Wince is a good player on his day as well, you know. So um, it's very 50, you know, 50-50. I, I mean, Rhino beating Hilly's a great result. Um, but now, has he got the bottle to win the final? That's really what it will come down to. You know, has he got it? Um, and sometimes he bottles it at the last minute, as we all know. It's going to be an interesting one. Um, any more on, on Division 3, boys, before we move on? No? Cool. No, only to say from me that, yet again, I say this every season, but Andy Brill is a total credit to the site. Because where there are people that are bad, sometimes don't like losing, don't like the game, throw the toys out the pram. Andy Brill never does that. And he comes near the bottom or bottom most seasons. And yet he's still here and he's still a credit to the site. And I just think it's good to have people like him around. Yeah, I, I 100% couldn't agree more. Um, again, he uh, he always does well. So, um, yeah, no, yep, yeah, 100% agree. Um so, boys, uh, before we um, before we head off, obviously we, we've covered the leagues. Uh, one of the things that we're um, we're looking at, obviously, is we've got transfer deadline day on the horizon. Uh, as we record now on Wednesday, it's obviously Saturday coming. Um, 
Ash, obviously, will just sort of jump over to yourself. Uh, first of all, are you looking forward to deadline day? And second of all, what's your uh, what's your not predictions as such, but what what do you need? What what are you going into deadline day wanting to come out of it with? Yeah, I mean, obviously, transfer deadline day is the best day of the season, and I'm really looking forward to seeing all the videos um, that people were uh, concocted up. Um, in terms of what I need, I think for me, for fullback positions are going to be um, are going to be the priority. Um, possibly a, a centre back. I'm quite happy with my attack um, at the moment. Um, obviously, done a, a deal recently with Berger um, that saw Martinelli go to him and uh, a couple of others come my way, and they've settled in really, really well. Um, so for me, I think the fullbacks and a centre back are going to be on my agenda. But you never say never with deadline day. You see what comes up and about, and um, if something nice comes up, um, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Um, I think there's also, I mean, in terms of predictions, I think we'll see quite a lot of money spent um, this uh, the, on transfer deadline day. I mean, has there been? Do we know if there's a cut yet next season? I can't suspect he's going to confirm that yet, would he? Um, uh, it, no, he did. He confirmed there is no cut. There is no cut. Okay, so uh, we'll yeah. see. It'll be interesting to see. I still think there'll be big money spent. Um, oh, 100%. Because there's a lot of money in I the think, league at the moment. I thought yeah. I heard there was only going to be a cut on people that are near to 200 million in their bank, Jam. Uh, hey, I'm 152, mate. So yeah, right. anyone on 150 million plus. <laughs> um, I mean, just just before we move on to to you to you lads, River and Sati. I mean, Ash, mm. just talk us through that deal with with Berger because uh, we, we yes. me me and River and yourself before mm. Sati jumped in spoke before the podcast, and mm. it seems to be a bit of a, a theme of of Berger's deals recently, where he seems to be going after big hitters mm. and offering what is perceived to be. Um, so I, I, it's hard to say. I wouldn't say fodder by any means because Jonathan David, um, I think, who else? Who Pedro else Neto and uh, Madueke. Madueke. Yeah, so I mean, you know, they're three very, very good players. I wouldn't call them fodder necessarily, but in his team, they mm. were. They were bench players. Yeah. Um, there's a bit of a perceived idea that he seems to be offering up his second rate players or again bench players for you know you know two or three of them for 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 a bigger a bigger player what do you sort of make of that and i guess his tactics going into for example the bfa we've just had which was the head to head bfa he went and signed um uh, anguisa and gomez uh, joe gomez 60 million each um and i think immediately sent a pm to rhino asking for rashford in a two for one deal um, and did the same for for River asking for Anaki Williams. So, how, talk us through how your deal went through. How how did that sort of go about? Yeah, so he he PM'd me a couple of times, and originally I wasn't going to do it because obviously he's Martinelli, he's Arsenal player, and he was the one that. Was oh yeah, you are up. you are you are a disgrace. I'm not going to lie, you're a certified disgrace. <laughs> he, but yeah, he, he's gonna he's gonna get some upgrades soon, and um, he he was a strike. I played him through the middle, and he was really really good for me. Um, I think the initial offer was something like St. Maximum and someone else um, who didn't really appeal to me and not on his wages. Mm. Um, yeah. And then he PM'd me about this offer, obviously uh, David, Maduki and Neto. And um, I tried to look at the bigger picture of what I needed. And, you know, I quite like Jonathan David. I think he holds the ball up really, really well. So I played a couple of games with him and obviously came to the decision that I think it would have been better to have taken it than, than not. I mean, time will tell. 
I mean, he didn't do any. He's not done anything for against me in any any game so far, uh, Martinelli. Mm. But I mean, I think as well, and that's just obviously Berger's been on the way three this season, hasn't he? Um, yes. You know, yep. so I, I suspect. I mean, he's on seventeen point six two million in terms of wages at the moment, and that's before deadline day. Um, so I mean, I don't know what you know. We don't know yet what the way what the match day payments are going to go up if 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 at all next season. Um, so I think the you know there'll be more that go from him in those sort of deals. I reckon you'll see more for sure. I mean, has, these offers for I presume no one's accepted them yet. It Rhino or River? No, I, I, no, you you haven't River, have you? You're keeping no, William. No, um, I've got to be fair to Berger here and say. Um, I can't remember an exact deal he offered me, but he offered me something for Williams um, just after I got him. So he still had David at the time. It was, I think it was David's maximum and a wedge of money. And the deal he offered me was a good deal. It wasn't um, just a load of subs, like when he got Troy Allway off Soccer. And like Troy Allway yes. was one of the highest rated yeah. players in the league. And he gave yes. him like three or four mid-rated huh? players. Yes. He um, did offer me a, a, a good deal. You're not uh, bitter I about just... Troy Ory, though, River, are you? Sorry? You're not yes. bitter about Troy Ory, though. I could, I, I could have got oh, Troy Ory off Berger in that deal for Williams quite easily. Mm. Um, I could easily have swapped him out for yes. um, David or St. Maximum, and Berger would have done it. Um, so I could have easily got him for that if I'd wanted to. But I say it was a good deal he offered me. But I thought, well, I've played like... At that point, I think I've played four games with Williams and he'd scored ten goals for me or something like that. And I'm like... But no, I'd be stupid doing this. I've just found a centre forward who's really good. Why am I going to give him away for two players and, and some money? But it was a decent deal that he offered me. So they've not been the standards of some of Berger's deals. I think it's worth noting as well. I'm I'm not here criticising what he's doing. I think it's very good and I think it works for him. Um, and again, I think the deals that are being offered are good deals. Like you said, there's no dispute in that. Again, when you look at it on paper, Ash, you know, Martinelli for... Let's let's say for example that deal was the other way around. Um, you know, none of the you know you're the Arsenal fan. You want Martinelli, so you're offering those three good players. That would maybe make more sense. But because it's Berger and he's got such a good team, and it just looks like he's getting rid of some of his lesser players for a for a better one, if if, if that makes sense. So, yeah, it's an interesting one uh, for, for sure. It's because he's got good squad depth, isn't it? He's got because he's had the wage free. He's got good squad depth and he's got yes. a lot of decent players rated around 79, 80 who might not necessarily get in his team. So if he says, look, yeah. I can go and get myself a Martinelli and a Naki Williams or Rashford, someone in, I mean, obviously Martinelli is slightly different to a Naki Williams and Rashford, but he, he obviously wants that central striker now. Let me go and get the best one in the leagues at the moment, um, or one of the best ones in the league at the moment, and I'll give up two or three good players, but players who are only, well, one who might replace in the starting lineup, like Jonathan David, replace mm. him, and then one who's maybe a sub for me and a load of money makes perfect sense what he's doing. It's it's uh, a very sensible tactic because he's got mm. that much squad depth because of the wage free. Also, the five I... subs as well. That I don't know if anyone's noticed, but you can make five substitutions now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were talking about it the other night actually. Yeah, yeah, and therefore, if you've got a really good bench, you can chuck on half of a new team. Mm. which I think is what he done against Sweaty in the final. He put five subs on. Now, them five subs would have probably all got in my first team. <laughs> um, well, so... I think it's something that, in hindsight, I think we, we, I can't remember if it 
it was in a party or if it was in a thread. But Joe mentioned that next season, I think it's a case of, you know, it's not a wage-free season. It's either um, wage-free, but you get no match day payments, or it's um, double match day payments or yeah. something like that, rather than you know, rather than wage-free because having it's like that double whammy, isn't it? You know, he's, yeah. he's got the the cake and eating it. Yeah. Um, which is why he's managed to amass so much scudo. And to be fair, he, he plays every event. He's at every single event, um, F1, golf, all the events in the week, etc. which means that he can earn, you know, nearly 20 million a week. Yeah, um, but he's also got the problem now, as you've mentioned, Jam, he's also got the problem now of having all these players and not a wage-free season next year. So now he's got to manage that. Um, it, it won't be a problem. He could sell those. There was a there was a thing going around before where someone said, "Oh, we'll just leave him and nobody buy him." It, that's bollocks. Nobody would do that because if he came and said, "It is there, isn't it?" If yeah. he came to you and said, "Oh, say I'll trade your 66 rated squaddy for bloody Maximam," you, you're going to obviously say yes. So it, it, again, it, in principle, anyone but Burger Crew, yeah, get it, love it, but it, it wouldn't happen. Safety would only do that deal though if there was a clause invoked that he got like, <laughs> uh, but yeah. that's buyback fee on it. Hashtag Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, I mean, again, so Ash, obviously we've, we've, we've diverted a bit. Obviously, we've heard from you about your plans. Uh, River, what do you need going to deadline day? Um, I, I wouldn't uh, say I've got an absolute glaring need. Possibly the thing I'm often always after a box to box central midfielder that I really like. Um, but other than that, I'm fairly happy with my side. But you know what deadline day is going to be like. There's going to be somebody who comes up and you think, yeah, well, I want them, I'll sign them. And a player I'm quite happy with at the moment can move on and be a mate weight as a result. So we'll see what comes up. I've not got any specific plan of anyone I'm after. I'll just see what, what occurs. CT, what about you? Same. Exactly the same. I've got no... Uh, real positions that I'm unhappy with. I'm fairly happy with my team. Same as River, really. If someone comes up, we're all the same, aren't we? You look at it and you think, no, I don't really need that player. But then you think, well, actually, he's just slightly quicker or he's slightly stronger than the player I've got. And all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you're, you're in for him and, and one of your players that's played week in, week out is 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 on the transfer market. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. I'm the same, but I, but I I really haven't got any real aspirations of of needing or signing anyone to be honest yeah i'm I'm the same to be fair in the sense that no glaring glaring need but it's always that thing where you think oh maybe i could do with another center back or another yeah. center. but then a, a flash striker comes on you're like oh hello <laughs> and it's yeah. and there you go you think am i going to fit him in oh we'll worry about that later on <laughs> you know and that sort of seems to be the way the way it goes um do we, do one we thing think, i will yeah sorry go on you know, one thing I was just very quickly going to touch on, obviously, because it is the elephant or, or the uh, the Enzo front in the room, um, obviously, is, is Enzo Fernandez uh, and, and the deal that um, obviously we did safety and then I, I sold him on. Um, yeah. One of the things I would say, first of all, is um, for me, he obviously is a great player and I actually had no intention of selling him on. Um, but then obviously, Rhino, when you get offered 90 million for, for a player, it's it's incredibly difficult to turn down. So is. so fair play to him for that. Um, he he did offer me some nice two for ones. He offered me some some really good trades. Um, and then at the end he turned around and said, "Oh, what about ninety million?" And I was like, "Well, 
Okay, yeah. let me think. Let me think about that one for a second. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, you, you know. Do what you got to do. Once I've sold a player, he's not mine anymore. So mm. it's none of my business. Do you know what I mean? So, so, and to be fair, the two players I got from you, I, I wasn't keen on keeping both. I thought, but they both actually fitted into my team quite nicely. Mm. Um, and sometimes that happens. And um, Rhino's been after Fernandez for a long time off of me, and he's happy. You're happy. I'm happy. It doesn't matter, does it? Long, long as you know, it's just it's how it goes. What um, what do you think about uh, Ash? I'll come to you first. It, again, a player like that—that's you know one of the more sought-after players on the market. Mm. Would you take a big cash deal like that, or would you want a trade? Because, for example, going back to Berger, he pretty much deals in trades only. Yeah. Um, he he will never he will never sell you a player for cash. Um, what what do you think about that situation? Would you have taken yeah, that I mean, deal? He's... It's a tricky one because obviously I think the cash, big cash bids, it goes back to the point that if you've got a player in mind that you want to go after that's, you know, mm. for big money, there are people on the site that won't take big money regardless of their player. Um, mm. You know, they don't want to sell. I mean, I, I think personally it is better to trade if, you know, you've got more chances of a trade than, uh, you know, than perhaps taking the cash and you then sort of rely on if you're going for the cash you rely on a bfa and uh you're spending big on on that uh, but in terms of like business between players and uh, members it's um i think trades are probably the better option out of the two uh, because it's difficult to know unless you sort of can work in advance about you know if you've got a player that let's say i want to buy a player from you um and i've got a deal lined up possibly with a big cash bid with another player um if I go to you and say, all right, this is what I could be prepared to offer, would you accept it? Um, and you say, no, I'm not interested in cash, then I suppose that would be a way to go about it. But in terms of um, out of the two, I think trades are probably the better route. The, the better route, yeah. Um, River, would you have taken that deal? <laughs> are we talking about for that player or just for a player in general? We'll go with that player for now. Uh yeah, I would have done. I'm. I don't get all the raving over him. Um, he's. Um, I have tried him on FIFA. Um, obviously, we're talking about him as a FIFA player, not a real life player here. Um, he's obviously decent, but to me, ninety million. Yes, please. Thank you very much. Um, I. I didn't think he was all that on FIFA, so um, I would certainly take ninety million for him. Um, and, yeah, go on. So, and controversially, Jam, hmm. I'm. I was more than happy in the end to get rid. Mm. There you go. Because he's a good player, but I think, I don't know. I got, um, who did I get off of you for him? I got Sal, who was a CDM. Uh, yeah, and somebody else. Yeah, and I got rid of Kamara, who was another good CDM, but slower. So I put mm. Sal in there. And I also got... The West Ham player, who was at West Ham, didn't I? The Brazilian... Uh, oh, uh, Anderson, Felipe Anderson. Yeah, now Anderson, a lot of people, I won't lie, PM'd me and said, oh, I wouldn't go for Anderson, he's, he's a bit rubbish. Well, he's mm. fitted into my team perfectly, and, and he and he plays, he's quicker than Fernandez, and mm. some of his passing's better. So, therefore, I haven't, if I'm really honest, at the end of my season, you might think, oh, yeah, he's lost Fernandez, blah, blah, blah. But he wasn't really cutting the mustard for me. To, and so to sell him, I suppose I was quite pleased to do it, really. Although I'd never say that when I was selling him. I was, I was selling him as the best thing since sliced bread. But 
I don't. Think <laughs> okay. Yeah, look, I'm I'm not going to totally slate him as a player because I've only used him in a couple of games. Mm. When Satie had mentioned him a couple of times, I gave him a trial, and I knew he turned down what was it, 76 million from Rhino or something. Okay. Yeah. And, and I tried him, and I was like, yeah, he's all right. Um, but if you're turning down 76 million for him, there's no way I'm going to offer you anything anywhere near approaching that. So no. I'm not interested. So yeah, in terms of that player and that deal, yes, I would have taken 90 million. Um, in the broader terms of like what you're saying about money or trades, um, I don't mind taking money because, okay, I got actually shafted at the last deadline, didn't I, with the cart? But mm. um, that was a risk I took. And I did plan on spending money at the deadline day. But as we just discussed before, we didn't get the deadline day at the end of last FIFA and we got it at the start of this one. And it was very much a watered down deadline day and just nothing come up. And we've been through that. Um but if you're going to take 90 million, take it the week before deadline day. Mark yeah, well, that's said it. It's going to be mm. no cuts. Um, whether or not you believe him is another matter. <laughs> but he's already said there's going to be no cut. And you've just got 90 million in before deadline day. And I think there's going to be a lot of players, a lot better than Fernandez, appearing on deadline day. So, yes, now is the right time to take a big cash bid on a player. Do we, do we think that the... I mean, obviously we don't know, but do we think the wages might go up because of the amount of higher-rated players now or not? I, th- I think it, they'll have to go up an element, I'd have thought. I don't think it'd be as much as some people think. I would say I'd be surprised if it went up any higher than 7.58 million tops. Mm. Um, it's got to, though. If we go through deadline <coughs> day, and deadline day we're not going to bring in... Well, I don't know, do I? Marcus has decided this, but if yeah. we get the strange deadline day if he chucks in a load of 74s or 75s. So I would imagine there's going to be a lot of 80. There's still a lot of good 81-rated players mm-hmm. um, sitting there. You look when we did those World Cup BFAs and that, and mm-hmm. raffles that Joe did, and you were looking through the 81s when it was a pick-your-own-player up to 81 from certain nations and that. You look through how many good 81s there are. So I can see there's going to be a lot of 80 and 81s coming in maybe he might go as far as the odd 82. Who who knows? But yeah. if you suddenly pick up an extra, I don't know, say another 10 81 rated players coming to the league and another 10 80 players and so on, that's going to shoot the overall wage bills of everyone up quite a lot, isn't it? So, yeah, um, yeah. I think I think you're going to have to put it up, yeah. Fair enough. Well, well, boys, we'll, we'll leave it there. Obviously, we've we've got um, obviously a lot of things to, to chew over. And uh, again, the next time you uh, you hear from us, guys, will be the uh, the season review slash potentially preview, depending on how quickly the turnaround is. Um, but uh, yeah, Sati, first of all, thank you very much for coming on, and uh, thanks for your insight tonight. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, good talking to you guys. Good to be on. Thank you. Thank you, and uh, River. Good to see you as always, mate. Thank you very much for stepping yeah, up. No worries, as always. Catch you all later. Thank you, and Ash. Obviously, thank you very much uh, as always, mate. Obviously for pushing the buttons. Yeah. Um, obviously, we'll uh, we'll catch you on the next one as well. Yep. No, absolutely. And uh, see you in the next one. Perfect. Well, thank you very much, everybody, for listening, and we'll uh, obviously have a good transfer deadline day. Take care.